right, so this is this this is all bias right here. You know what I'm this saying? The this, this the one. This is the one. This is it. This is this is it. And let, let me just go ahead and get this off my chest real quick. Let me get let me let me. That Cardinals loss was not a bad loss, and it was not an indictment on what Dak Prescott can do as a quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know what all this hoopla is about San Francisco coming to Dallas and beating us when the quarterback has a partially broke thumb. People are saying that Dallas can't beat San Francisco with a healthy Zeke, a Tony Pollard, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Dalton Schultz. It is crazy to me how how people's bias blind them. Yeah, they won some good games, but also Dallas has too. Let's not forget. You've heard of hot takes, and you're probably tired of hearing the same old talking heads repeating the same stuff over and over again. The time has come for the game to evolve. And just like in sports, there are a select number of individuals who are leading the evolution of change and pushing the game forward. This isn't just a sports podcast. This podcast is about how life, culture, and sports all meet at one intersection. This is the new wave. This is the new sound. This is the evolution. This is the Notes by Notes podcast, where we discuss life, culture, and sports. What is up, good people? It is time for the newest edition of Notes by Notes, the social distance super wild card weekend special of Notes by Notes, episode 14, season three. AP, what's good? What's good, Jay? Just staying safe. Just locking down. Yeah, you know, (laughs) I I can give you some air hugs, you know what I'm saying? Some there we go. There we go. There, you go. Uh, there, there you we go. go. You know, we, we are staying social socially distanced. We had some things come up this past week. Um, so we are doing the right thing. We are staying safe. Um, and we appreciate you guys for uh, tuning in to this newest edition. Real quick, before we get started, let me tell you about our friends over at A to Z for skin and hair. A to Z for skin and hair offers a bevy of hair and skin products that have no preservatives and are made with love like the rice water, which is used to promote healthy, strong growth of the hair and prevent dandruff. Their moisturizing hair butter for everyday styling and their rapid growth, which is a perfect mix of all natural oils and their gang gang beard oil, which I use every single morning. I actually didn't do it today before the show because I'm running out. I'm running out. I thought so, you was looking a little dry over there. Hey, hey, now, just, just get out the beard, man. Get out the beard. You got to ration it out. You know, that's some valuable stuff right there. That's liquid gold. Exactly. <laughs> to contact A to Z for skin and hair to find out more about their products, give them a call at 469-674-5567. Once again, that's 469-674-5567. Uh, before we get started, happy new year. Happy holidays to all you people out there. It is 2022. This is the first show of Notes by Notes in 2022. Hey, me and AP are super excited uh, for what's coming um, with the show. We got a lot of stuff planned, and we can't wait until we unveil some of that stuff. One of those things, AP, I already told you. You know, I'm kind of like, for some reason, I'm just this, this person who is never satisfied with the studio. So I had to uh, redo the studio. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did, ladies and gentlemen. 
<laughs> so that that will debut next week once we're in a in a safe environment for sure. So, uh, AP, let's talk about your uh, your boy to dive right into it. Let's talk about your boy A uh, A B Antonio Brown, Mr. Brown, Mr. come to Brown. the stage, Mr. Brown. We need to talk more like Charlie we need Brown. To talk. More like yes. Charlie Brown. You know what I'm saying? Like what? Did you know, here's here's why I'll start with this because there's been tons of people who have made excuses about Antonio Brown and and how he left the field and what was going on behind the scenes regarding him and Tom Brady's relationship and also Bruce Aaron's relationship. Number one, when you're a professional athlete and you sign that dotted line to play for a team, you, you it's it's an unwritten rule in football and everybody's talking about this ankle. Let's address the ankle first. Yes. If you suit up, you have to play. That's an unwritten rule in football. If you are not healthy enough to play, you don't suit up. But if you are and you can take the pain, you need to suit up. Like, I, I don't get how this whole ankle situation has became the main focus of what transpired almost two Sundays ago, AP. I, I don't get it whatsoever. It's it's wild to me. Can you help me understand? <laughs> now you know I'm you know I'm I'm the voice of reason in most things. So I mean personally, if I'm hurt, you know what I mean. Like you might not, you might. I mean you've been there. You you've gotten up. You may not have felt your best, but but you you threw on some clothes. You 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 took your tail to work, and you like you know what I'm a power through because I need to go to work today. Yeah. Right. And then you get to work. You're halfway through, you made it to lunch, your head start feeling foggy, your throat start itching, you know what I mean? And you're like, you know what? I, I can't make it. I got to go home. Somebody sound like somebody got COVID. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm just saying, no, no, no. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it, all, it happens to all of us. Like, you know, we have those days where we just, you know, we feel good at the start of the day and then we start going and then we, we fall apart. I think that that may not be any different than what happened here. He did go out there. He did play. He did some. Uh, he had a couple good plays that game against uh, what was it the New York the, Jets? Was it the Jets. Yeah. He had a couple good plays against the Jets, and um, they wanted him to go back out. And he said his ankle was hurt. Now that again, that's hearsay because at this point, it's he say versus he say, mm-hmm. and they both saying that the other one didn't say what they said they said. So it is what it is. But if as it pertains to the ankle, I'm not opposed. I think that if he's injured, I think that players have a they they should advocate for their well being. For sure, 100. percent And, and I, I'm number one. I've never been like I always have considered you know players' health mm-hmm. as a as a big time factor in professional sports. Like that's number one. But here's my issue: the ankle wasn't a issue until after the game. And when people try to make the ankle the main focus of this entire ordeal, I have to go back and look at that sideline altercation. Antonio Brown was jumping up and down when he was walking through the end zone. The the (laughs) exit? As my mama used to say, you ain't that sick. (laughs) You better drink some water, get some ginger ale. (laughs) You ain't that sick hopping around all up and down his end zone. So, I mean... That part I agree. You know what I'm saying? If it if it was 100% injury based, AAB, I feel you. I respect you. But the energy and the vigor in which he exited the field, 
I ain't see no injuries there whatsoever. Your boy was hopping. He was, you know, bigging himself yeah. up, chunking deuces, stripping, playing, you know, <laughs> a genuine pony on his way out. Mm. 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 <laughs> it's like, oh, that's right out. Yeah. That's for you. Lady in row two. Oh my God. I yeah, mean, but your boy was tripping. That was that was a crazy that was top top ten. It, top top three. Top three exits all time on any professional sport of anybody getting ejected from anything and especially voluntarily leaving. I I give him credit for that. I, I can't lie. It, it was it was one of those Will Ferrell stepbrother uh or anchorman moments where you know what? I'm not even mad. I, I, I'm actually impressed type moments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, a, another thing that I, that I also think about AP is what people are, are alluding to outside of the ankle injury as well is saying that he needs help or he may need some help mental health wise. Okay. I get that 100%. I'm not here to judge based on that. What I will say is you can say that, but you don't, it's not necessary to defend the action on Sunday. You know right. what I'm saying? You are a professional, a, a professional. You're, you're a professional athlete. You get, you get paid to play a men's, uh, a, a kid's game. You're a grown men playing a kid's game. And you act like a petulant child leaving your profession. <laughs> now, I don't know about you, AP, but if I walked out of my job like that, my days are done. They, they, they not even numbered. That's it. it, it it's a wrap. <laughs> like, say, bro, don't even come back. You can keep you can, you can keep the keys. We'll just change the locks type thing. Right. So I, I, I get the fact that it looked like and, and that's another thing. We can't be so quick to just judge people like that. Like we get it. Mental health is a big time thing. Uh, it should be a big time focus in all of our eyes. But we shouldn't just look at someone and be like, oh, he has a mental health issue. Oh, yeah. He's, that, he's struggling. Look yeah. at him. He Look at his hair. He just looks crazy. Like, mm -hmm. for people to allude to that, we're missing, you know what I'm saying? We're missing the point. Like, yes, he may need some help mentally. Yeah. Okay, that that's cool. But let's not accept the actions. Let's not say that, hey, that's okay because he feels this type of way. That's That's not true. There's a time and place for everything and you know i firmly believe that um a, a, another thing that comes to mind speaking about this ap is the conspiracies that came along with this right so i've heard so many conspiracies so many people have told me they have sourced information whatever that means um but i've had so many people tell me that tom brady was trying to make sure Antonio Brown wouldn't get his incentive, his incentive, reception yeah. incentives. And I'm like, so on Sunday, Tom Brady killed that because oh. against the Panthers, he made sure Rob Gronkowski got his million dollars. Mm -hmm. And AB was only 58 yards away from his incentive and a few right. receptions. He would have got it. He would have got it in that game. Probably mm -hmm. possibly last week. He would have got it for sure because Hey, Tampa Bay dropped a 40-burger on Carolina if you were living under a rock and you didn't see it. <laughs> but you know what? The people who didn't watch it, AP, are the same ones who were defending AB. they like, oh, well. And then they saw Gronk get his $1 million incentive. They're like, oh, well, that's different. 
you you know them people. Wait, wait, that's different though. No, that's right. not different. Tom Brady made sure his guy got paid. So it's it's crazy to me how all of these conspiracy theories are starting to crop up out of nowhere because it's it's a it's it's a how I don't even know what to say. What it's Antonio Brown versus Tom Brady or Antonio Brown versus the institution of the NFL, whatever that means. I mean, that would be more likely considering his track record. I mean, so what we cannot do is um, absolve him of his history within the NFL, right? I mean, for the last, I mean, what is it? I mean, 2019, he was what, I want to say like three teams yeah. in 2019. And, and I think that as far as how many games he played this year, I mean, he got off suspension from the assault thing that he had to sit out. What was it, eight games? Then he came back and then played a game and then had to sit back out because of the because um, of the vaccine card. And then this, he literally played. I I, I want to say that that was like his first game back or a first or second game back. I feel and like then, it was. And then this. So, I mean, realistically, I mean, I think that a people should people should allow people to kind of uh, self express if they have some type of mental issue. Like, don't put that on him. Don't put that jacket on that man. He ain't got to wear that. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, I think that um, what he got going on is definitely more maybe a character flaw. I mean, and I hate to say it, you know, what I mean, I don't know him personally, but there's something off, you know what I'm saying? And, and accountability is one of them. So I like that you use the word as far as accountability, holding him accountable because it's not the first time that he's done this. And then exactly what has happened before, as soon as a situation occurs, he leaves the field and then he blasts everything and then he puts it on somebody else. You know what I mean? Now it was the coach. Now, you know, he putting the text messages and stuff out, not saying that there's not any fault to the organization or the team. There's some there. there I think that there may be some, some gaps, especially if he's expressing like, Hey, I don't want to play whatever the reason. If, if, if somebody don't want to play, you know what I mean? Like, I think that that should be handled maybe after the game, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like deal with it. You got a game to play. Having that sideline altercation, that wasn't good for nobody. It definitely wasn't good for the team. And the way it played out after that, it just, I mean, that blow up, it was unnecessary. It made for good TV, but it made for horrible football. Man, and you and you took the words right out of my mouth when talking about that. Antonio Brown, people say second chances. Well, damn, I think Antonio Brown is a cat. Like, this dude has nine lives, bro. Like, literally, like, the dude – has been given more chances than any NFL player in history. Like, okay, we gave Adrian Peterson a chance. Adrian Peterson's career was almost over. Michael Vick, his career was almost over, almost derailed. Mm -hmm. And they got bashed for so long. And now this guy does whatever he wants, demands trades, Gets, you know, gets in altercations with head coaches, quarterbacks, players, takes his pads off. Nobody got time for that. This isn't his first time having an injury at an opportune time either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, it escapes me. I don't know if it was when he was with, uh, was it, was it when he was with the Ra- Patriots? I think, I think it was when he was with the Patriots mm-hmm. or the, it's either Patriots or the Raiders. Um, when the Raiders out- was a whole uh, was the helmet issue. That's what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's and he was ticked off because he couldn't wear his nine year old helmet 
and mm-hmm. and because the league didn't approve those helmets anymore, so he made a big stink about that and asked to be traded out of uh, Las Vegas and mm-hmm. go to the Patriots. Yeah. Wild. Wild, yeah. I want to say it was the Patriots where he he had he was and it was jealousy. I mean, it came out that he was just mad because he didn't get picked or somebody else got picked above him. You know what I mean? And I, I don't know. I just think that it's it's a lot of uh, stuff that AB is dealing with in terms of uh, personal, in terms of his personality, and terms of maybe growth and maturity. I mean, I don't know how old he was when he came in the league. I don't know how old he is now. I didn't do a lot of diverse, re- uh, deep research on him, but I mean, get it together, AB. That's what we all I want for Christmas, twenty twenty two, is for you to get together. Because I mean, as far as players go, he 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 got Hall of Fame talent. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. That's fact. He's good, but you can't want, want you can't be this way and in this way, and we got to be able to see the total picture. Right now, I can't see it. Ab, I can't see it either. Think and before we get on to the uh, Super Wild Card Weekend, um, I, I think of what the Hall of Fame did to Terrell Owens. Mm-hmm. How long it took To to get in because of. And, and and here's the crazy thing. T.O. stuff wasn't really that bad. Messy, but not bad. It, it was, me- you know, yeah. You know, running to the middle of the 50-yard line in the in Texas Stadium, standing in front of the star. You know, those type of things, getting the popcorn from the fans, but signing footballs after a touchdown, you know. But those are things that happen within the game. Mm-hmm. You know, there, to my knowledge, Terrell Owens has never had an off the field incident. Never did in his career. So Not in his career, but he did headbutt Evan Lozada. <laughs> nah, that was Chad. That was Chad Ochocinco. Oh, Chad you're Johnson. right. You're right. I'm sorry, yeah. T.O. T.O. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. T.O.'s like, hold on now. Whoa, whoa. You know, he checked the world for talking for comparing him to AB. I don't want to be next on his list. I'm sorry, y'all. Hey, I look, mean, I, I'm comparing. I'm talking about the Hall of Fame process, though. I, I think if Terrell Owens. If it took him that long to get into the Hall of Fame with those issues in comparison to AB's issues, AB might not be in the Hall of Fame for quite some time. That's just my opinion. If at all. If at he, all. He may not play long enough to uh, do anything notable. <laughs> the way he acting. <laughs> the way he acting. He ain't played a whole season since I don't know when. So we'll see. Yep. Yep. That's the truth. All right. So that is... We're going to wrap it up right here on AB because uh, we, you know, we missed, you know, the past. We missed the New Year's. We missed the Christmas holiday. So much stuff has happened. But the AB thing was one that, like, stuck out for, I think, the both of us. And we we had to give you our take on that. So um, so let's get to the meat and potatoes here, AP. It is the social distance super wildcard weekend edition of Notes by Notes. So... In this edition, we are going to give you our take takes and our favorites to win the game during this playoff weekend. So we're super excited. First things first, AP, let's talk about the Las Vegas Raiders against mm-hmm. the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals are riding high. Joe Burrow was playing legit football in the final two weeks that he actually played. Um, for the Cincinnati Bengals, Derek Carr, the same way, beat the Chargers, thought that they were going to tie. He was like, no sirree, Bob, we're going to the playoffs. So um, what do you think about this matchup, AP, with the Las Vegas Raiders and the Cincinnati Bengals? 
Um, I think that it's going to be a, a pretty decent showing. I think it's going to be a entertaining football. Um, you know, I, I, I wanted the Bengals in for my, you know, that was my pick. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them, uh, you know, shine. I think that they got like a good explosive team. Uh, they got some, some awesome, uh, their, what is it there? Oh my gosh. Uh, Burrow, he's just doing his thing. You know, their, their offense is running. Um, he's making some, some amazing plays. I mean, I just want to see them take it all the way, not necessarily to the end. I don't think that they're going to be number one, but I definitely think that they're going to shut out the Raiders. I I see that happening. We know why you said they're not going to be number one because your Tennessee Titans are the number one seed in the AFC and they have a first round buy. So they will have to go into Nashville. <laughs> they rest. They rest. Hey, y'all get Derrick Henry back. So if they are going to run the table, uh, they would have to go into Tennessee and do so. But I'm actually I'm going to take the Las Vegas Raiders here, and the reason being is because I think Derek Carr has elevated himself in the final sixty days of this, or in the final sixty days. Sorry, in the final two weeks of this season. I mean, you see what he did with Indianapolis and you see what he did with the Los Angeles chargers, shutting them down, um, forcing them to rely on someone else to help them to get into the playoffs. I mean, he just, he played phenomenal. He did what a quarterback does and that is take over the game. And let's not forget the Las Vegas Raiders were the first team this year who lost their head coach Gruden gate, right? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so no head coach. Let's not forget. He had to deal with his best tight end and possibly arguably the best tight end in the NFL being out with Darren Waller. Let's not forget that just a litany of things have happened with his franchise in the in, throughout the entire season. And they are here in this position. I think that that momentum carries over into their playoff game, which is the first playoff game on Saturday, which you're watching today. So later on today, the show's recorded on a Friday night. So you're watching this on a Saturday. So be sure to watch. But uh, I I think the Raiders will win this game and they will shock some people. So um, here's an interesting matchup, AP. The New England Patriots versus the Buffalo Bills. And... The reason why I'm actually intrigued by this matchup right here, AP, is because this team faced off in similar weather, I believe in week 14, something like that. It was like a Monday night football game. And it was sub-freezing temperature. It was snowing. And the the New England Patriots ran the ball 42 times for like 240-something yards and only passed the ball three times. And they beat the Bills. And the Bills had no answer for them. So... I'm intrigued by it. I really think that New England could possibly go in here and surprise the Buffalo Bills, but I think I have to roll with the home team, the Buffalo Bills. I I like Josh Allen. I don't think that he is just this great phenomenon of a quarterback like everyone's saying. Like, he's had some really bad games. He's had to rely on his legs a lot more this season. Um, And he wasn't really instinctive with the football, mistake-free with the football at the end of the season. But I do have to say they're playing at home. It's a home field advantage in Buffalo. They call the 12th or they have the 12th man for a reason. Mm -hmm. 
I think that they win this game, and I think it's by a small margin. I, I think it's by three points, but I do think the Buffalo Bills win this game. Yeah, I'm not a betting woman. Um, so in terms of like, uh, you know, margin, all that kind of stuff, I can't really call that close to to the game. But my my my, my bills are on the bills. Uh, I'm definitely going with Buffalo as well. Um, that was another one of my early on picks uh, to make it to the playoffs. Uh, so I'm going to stick beside them. They ain't done nothing wrong yet. You know what I mean? I think that they're doing well. I mean, they're they're top seeded right now. So, I mean, I'm why change? You know, I, I think I'm going to stick with them as well. Um, yeah, I've been riding with them all season. And I think that they're definitely going to continue to progress through the playoffs, at least a couple more rounds. You know what? You've made some sneaky picks all season long. All season long. You started the you started the season. You said the Golden State was going to be a problem. They sitting over here with one of the best records in the NBA. Then you said and Clay that, is back. And Clay is back. Clay is back. <laughs> and Clay is back. Then you said Tennessee will be the number one seed in the AFC. They are the number one seed in the AFC. You said not to worry about Derrick Henry going down because they were going to try to stay afloat without Derrick Henry. They're the number one seed. Derrick Henry comes back next week. And now you're saying this. If you are a betting person, please, for the love of God, listen to AP. <laughs> if you look, if you ain't doing it, that's on that's a you problem. You should you need I'm gonna start betting. AP's gonna run me some scores after the show. And right, right, right. A little side there. A little something. I got you. <laughs> a little something. Run me some numbers there. Run me some numbers. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, watch out, Joe. Watch out, Joe. I'm Look, Joe. Hey, Joe. Matter of <laughs> fact, shout out to Joe. Joe. Joe's a busy guy. He's going to start giving us his locks uh, in season four of Notes by Notes again. He'll be back. And and uh, he he's, he's going to be back like he's never left. Um, So the Philadelphia Eagles, this is another one that I think people are going to be kind of shocked by. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending Super Bowl champs with Tom Brady himself. Funny thing, before I let you go, AP, before I let you get into this, funniest thing, I was playing Madden, Madden 22, no lie. I want to make a Twitter account about how much stuff they need to fix with Madden. But anyways, I'm in like season 2029, and... I was playing the Buccaneers and Dak Prescott actually left the Cowboys and went to the Buccaneers. That was surprising. But what's even more surprising in year 2029, guess who is on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers depth chart? Antonio Brown, Tom Brady. Oh, <laughs> oh still at age 52. <laughs> when I tell you that game is all gas and all cap. Yo, yeah. it, it pissed me. Off. I was like, what the hell? So I, I went through that season. It was 2030. I was like, okay, sure enough, he's going to retire at 53, right? Gone. He's like the fifth string quarterback on the Buccaneers. He a legendary player. <laughs> it's like, what was it? The games that used to play, uh, was like NBA Jam when they have like the legendary, oh, yeah. uh, the legendary rosters and yeah. stuff that you have to like uh, unlock. Uh -huh. Yeah, he, he just all time legendary. That's what that is. Man, Maddie needs, needs to fix that. I, I'm sorry. I, I was like, it's this game's unplayable. This is that. That's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, it's but a glitch. It, <laughs> it's definitely a glitch. But what do you think about this uh, Eagles versus uh, Buccaneers game? The Eagles coming in as the underdog in this game. I just don't see it. I, I, I mean, nothing against the Eagles, honestly. 
Um, they have been playing some good football, but I don't know. I think they struggled too much this season to really, um, you know, do anything worthwhile uh, against the Buccaneers who have, you know, who they're tried and tested. I mean, even without AB, they came back and they, they won that Jets game and they were, they started off down. Um, you know, I think that they just had that fortitude to just kind of push through as far as the Buccaneers are concerned. And they do have that Super Bowl DNA. Um, are they going to make some, are they going to be in the Super Bowl this year? I don't think so, but I do think that they're going to over, overtake the uh, Eagles. I, I, that's just my prediction. Uh, so I'm going the opposite here. I'm going with the shocker. I'm going with the Eagles upset in Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I believe in this Eagles running game. I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm a Cowboys fan. I never give Eagles compliments, but I have to right here because I really just like you, AP. I don't want to see Tom Brady back in another damn Super Bowl. I, I, I don't. I mean, even if they do beat the Eagles, I still don't think that he'll make it. But it's Tom Brady, and I don't even want there to be a chance. But realistically here, um, I I think the Eagles running game is something that that could be the kryptonite to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the reason why is because your running game is your best asset. As long as you can make sure that the opposing team's quarterback – is sitting on the sideline and you can control the time of possession. That's huge, especially against Tom Brady, who loves to make last minute comebacks, i.e. against the Dallas Cowboys to start the season. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I just I, I really feel for some reason, I feel like on Saturday, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or Sunday, excuse me, the Eagles are going to hit them like a train they didn't know that was coming. And they're going to be like, what just happened? And the Eagles are going to move, advance in the playoffs and probably lose in the divisional round. But I could see something like that happening. You remember the We Believe Warriors, 2007, number eight seed against the Dallas Mavericks. Number one seed, best record in the NBA. That, I remember, I was like, Dallas is about to sweep the Warriors. By the end of that series, I could I couldn't even believe it. I was stunned. I was like, I wanted to cry. I think that's how Philadelphia is going to do Tampa Bay this weekend. Really? Yes. You think they're gonna you think that so you think that this weekend the Eagles kick the Bucks out. Like is they're done. They're uh, going home, they're gonna sit out and watch the rest of the playoffs from the from the house. I I, I think that because not only are they dealing with injury uh, situations uh, or issues, they're dealing with the AB situation, there has been some small fallout behind that. I mean, these things that that happen that are inopportune are worse than losing in week 18, like the uh, like the uh, Rams did to the 49ers, um, like the Cardinals did to Seattle. Like, those are bad losses, but what's really, really bad are injuries and off-the-field incidents that you don't really want going into – the postseason and Philadelphia's they, they got it together. They, they know what they want to do. And I think that they're just going to throw this game plan at Tampa. And at the end of the weekend, I promise you, by by the time the Dallas Cowboys game kicks off and they show the pan view 
of all the Tampa Bay fans in that stadium, all of them are going to be like, they're going to be like, did that just happen? Yes, it just happened. And, and I, I, I feel, I feel really confident about that. Really do. Okay. Okay. We, we're going to, we're going to talk, we're going to talk shmoney after this. Cause I, I like your confidence. <laughs> I like your confidence. You know, I got the bread. You know what I'm saying? Two dollar games. Two dollar games. Two dollar games. We bet low over here. We bet low so we don't have to fall out. Like Deuce's wild quarter games. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Deuce's wild with quarter games. You know what I'm saying? All right. So this is this this is all bias right here. You know what I'm saying? This the one. This This the the one. one. This is it. This is this is it. This is Dallas Cowboys against the San Francisco 49ers reigniting a rivalry that dates back to 1995 uh, or before that. I mean, the last time that they played in the playoffs was in 1995 when the Cowboys eventually won in the NFC championship and appeared in the Super Bowl. And of course you can allude to the Dwight Clark catch at the back of the end zone. So many iconic moments in this rivalry between the 49ers and the Cowboys. And let, let me just go ahead and get this off my chest real quick. Let me get, let me, let me. Exhale. Go ahead. Go ahead. Handle it. All right. Let me just say this because we didn't get to do, we didn't get to do a show last week after the Cowboys lost to the, to the uh, or when following the week after they lost to the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. That Cardinals loss was not a bad loss, and it was not an indictment on what Dak Prescott can do as a quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. It was not. He didn't make any mistakes. He didn't throw any interceptions. Actually, Dak leads the NFL over the past three weeks in touchdowns and touchdown to interception ratio. He has not thrown an interception in the past four or five weeks, and he has thrown five, four. He's thrown 13 touchdowns in three weeks. Cowboy fans, we don't have a problem. Secondly, I don't know what all this hoopla is about San Francisco coming to Dallas and beating us when the quarterback has a partially broke thumb. They they can run the ball sometimes. Their defense is kind of spotty. They allowed 24 points against the, against the Rams last week. And people are saying that Dallas can't beat San Francisco with a healthy Zeke. A Tony Pollard, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Dalton Schultz. Should I go on? Michael Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, Demarcus Lawrence, Randy Gray. Should I go on? It is crazy to me how, how people's bias blind them. The Dallas Cowboys are about to play a 10-7 football team. Right. They're 10-7 for a reason. Yeah, they won some <laughs> good games, but also... Dallas has too. Let's not forget, Dallas has played each and every one of these teams that are in the playoffs. The uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, the New England Patriots, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and guess what? They played the Arizona Cardinals. Five teams that are in the playoffs. How did they fare? They beat the New England Patriots. They lost to the Las Vegas Raiders uh, last minute, Thanksgiving. Um, They beat or they lost to Arizona. And they barely lost to Tampa Bay in week one. So Dallas can play with those teams. It's just because they lost doesn't mean it wasn't a good game. They lost to the Cardinals by three. They lost to Tampa Bay by one. Give me a break. Come on now. Right. Football is a game of inches. And when people understand that, they will get while I make, why I'm making this pick. Great segue, right, AP? 
Absolutely. <laughs> I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys. You should already know that. I'm taking the Cowboys. I'm taking them to win in Jerry World in advance in the playoffs. AP, who you got? Well, just to oppose you. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Start honestly, knocking everything over in the studio. <laughs> I know. No, honestly, uh, I think it's the Cowboys. I think it's a Cowboys dream right now. I think that it's the Cowboys fans. Wet dream coming up this weekend. Um, they're they're going to see a good game because it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I don't think they're going to skull drag nobody. But, I mean, the bones of the Cowboys right now is just so, so strong. Um, they have a man like their offense is so deep and their defense is is equally just handling business and i mean realistically uh you said it uh, uh cooper lamb dad uh, i mean that that's the, the the trifecta right there you know what i'm saying like they're they're doing what needs to be done um and i agree with you i there has not been a cowboys blowout um since the denver broncos like earlier this season that was the last yeah. blowout that they experienced yeah, that's what I was trying to think. Like, I was I was really going to say none, but, I mean, I suppose there got to be one, right? But I don't think that the Cowboys are going home. Um, I've said it. I've gave you guys your props. They have really showed up this season. And um, I knew that they were going to be in the playoffs. Um, I, I didn't know, you know, how far they would go. But now, I will right? say, the curse of the game won Cowboys. Oh, my God. The curse of the game one Cowboys. Lord, let us pray. Did you have that to they, bring that, that up. they do not fall victim yet again to the pressure of playoff game one? Dak has to come in there and really like give no give none, right? Like he needs to come in there. It's a new year. Nothing. You can use it, AP. You can use it. You got one a quarter. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. Families watch this show. It's a family show. <laughs> but, I mean, he gives zero concern. I think that he really needs to just go in there and just play football, play mm. the game he loves, do what he needs to do. He's good at it. You know what I'm saying? Throw the ball. Let that thing fly. Like, just play your game. I don't know what it is, but, I mean, the last couple times that Dax made it to where we are right now going into the weekend, Eminem, A-Mile. Mom's spaghetti. Well, that's doing it for the show this this week. Is you know, <laughs> uh, no, I'm playing. No, I'm playing. I, I I got you. No, no, that that is a valid criticism of the Dallas Cowboys. Typically, in the opening week of the playoffs, they are typically one and done. Um, the last time that Dak was in the playoffs, though, however, they won in the wild card round and they uh to beat Seattle, Russell Wilson, and then they went to LA and lost to the Rams 31 to 21, 30 to 21, 31 to 21, something like that. Um, but that that is a hurdle that they have to get over. But I do think that Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore, the way that they're vibing, that can be the thing that actually propels them. Not only that, Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons is a beast. And don't you think San Francisco for one minute that you just going to come into Dallas and you just going to run all over the Dallas Cowboys. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. I don't know where that came. It is not happening. See my face. It's not happening. serious. It's, it's serious. I, I believe in y'all. I believe in you boys. Hey, I, I appreciate the love AP. I do. I really do. I really do. Nope. Go Cowboys. That was me. <laughs> that was me. Tip my Stetson. <laughs> Tip of the cap. Tip of the cap. 
All right, so this is going to be an interesting one for real, AP. The Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. And look, I'm not going to try to pick all dogs here. I'm not going to try to pick all underdogs. So, actually, I'll let you have the floor with this one. You, you, you I already know what you're going to say. What, it's going to be a, it's going to be a short rendition. Chiefs killing the, the killing the Steelers. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's going to be a very close game at all. I think that the Chiefs are going to go in there. They're going to do. They're going to handle that business. They're going to give them that work. I, I, yeah, that's all I got to say. Steelers. Good run. Way to get here because honestly, I counted y'all out. I didn't think y'all was even gonna be nowhere near getting an opportunity to go to the playoffs. Wild card or not. And maybe everybody get a wild card opportunity. I don't know. But I didn't think that they was gonna get an opportunity at all. So uh it is what it is, but it's gonna be the Chiefs. I, I'm with you one hundred percent. Um you know, it's bad when your starting quarterback comes out and says, we don't have a chance. Like, I, I don't think that that, that was big Ben. Uh, I missed that news. Yeah. He said to the media, uh, yeah, they're the, they're arguably the best team in football. We're lucky to be here. We're probably the worst team out of 14 out of four, or we're the 14th te- best team out of the 14 teams that made it into the playoffs. We're not that good. We're probably going to get beat. So, I'm like that. I'm like that as well. I think the Chiefs, despite what Mike Tomlin can do, what Big Ben is cap- was capable of, uh, what Najee Harris has been able to do this season, a superb right. season. I call that too. Najee Harris, superb you season. Did. Definitely like one of the best running backs in the league right now. Um, so I, I, I got the Chiefs winning big too. It's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be the most unwatchable game of this weekend. So, uh, that, yeah. I mean, happy retirement, Ben. <laughs> That's all I can do. You, you know, when, you know, when there's nothing else you can say to anybody, like, bye. You know what I'm saying? A finger wave. Yeah. Finger wave. <laughs> all right, AP, this last one here. Last one. It is a Monday night primetime matchup between the Los Angeles Rams and the Arizona Cardinals, and I have to say, these are two teams that I didn't even trust. Um, I said in, in episode 13 how much I didn't trust the Cardinals. They beat Dallas, but still, I still don't trust the Cardinals. Um, I don't trust the Rams. This is a this is going to be a shootout. I, I firmly believe that I think Kyler Murray and Matthew Stafford are going to be trading slugs, um, I, but I do think that Matthew Stafford's mistakes – is what's going to hinder his football team from winning. So I got to take the Arizona Cardinals in this matchup because I think that not only are they good just just playing good offensive football, they're also very creative in the way that they're able to convert on third down, just like we saw against Dallas. Um, I think against that defense, with all that variety in that offense, the sky's the limit. I think Kyler Murray might take advantage of that. So I'm going with the Arizona Cardinals to beat the Los Angeles Rams uh, in Matthew Stafford's first season as a Ram. I can see that. Um, I do think that it's going to be a close one. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. It's tough to say um, because, like I said, as of late, Rams have really, like, I mean, they've really showed out. Uh, And I think that 
Uh, the Cardinals, I, I've been a big fan of Kyler and the Cardinals since day one. You know, they were leading up until recent. Um, and now I think that there is a very even playing field. Mm-hmm. I think that they're like number four or five. So, I mean, it's going to be a very, um, very close. I think it's going to be a good game to watch. <laughs> I I really can't say, like, I don't have any anything that really shifts me one side to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to choose, I would go with the Cardinals just because I, I rock with Kyler Murray. Uh, you know, I really want to see him, you know, get something out of this season because he's had a great season this year. Um, but other than that, other than general bias, I, I, I can't give you one reason why I think that the Cardinals are just going to go out there and shut down the Rams. I think it's going to be a good game. I will be watching that one. Yeah, yeah, it's it's – it's a standalone for a reason. Like that's the way to end a wild card weekend. Like on a Monday night, like when mm-hmm. you think football is over, it's not over. It's like, hey, I'm coming home to watch something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> something that's gonna have the ratings boosting. Ratings boosting for real. All right, folks. That that those are our picks right there. That's what we got to say about the Super Wild Card Weekend. Thank you for joining us on this social distance Super Wild Card Weekend edition of Notes by Noakes. Um, hopefully AP will be able to come into the studio next week. We get everything cleared up regarding, um, my situation, because that's the only reason why, you know, we're not in the studio. It's because me, it's my fault. It's my well, it's fault. not you, Jay. It's not you. It's COVID. COVID sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It does. You know what I'm saying? All, all these little, you know, as y'all see, ladies and gentlemen, Jay is alive and well. Um, you know, it, it, it it's third party situations. Yeah. You know, it's both of us want to be together. Yeah. Exactly. It's the world keeping us apart. It's the world. It's the world, Craig. The world. The whole world. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we go we, we gonna count it all good and we're gonna be straight and then we'll be back together soon. Amen. In the stew. Hey. Doing what we do. I got my candle lit over here, Jay. Did you light the candle? Oh uh, no, I didn't. I didn't light the candle. I, I didn't I'm sorry. I lit, I lit a candle on my side in solidarity because I just knew you was going to be able to burn it one. <sighs> I should have I burned one. I should have burned It's over there by TV. It, it's still there. It's, it's, I believe it, it. It's nice and set up, though. It's nice. Wait till, wait till you see the studio next week. You're going to be like, God damn. I can't nice. wait. I'm going I'm to do my little Cupid shuffle in the middle. <laughs> oh, man. Before we get out of here, though, I do want to announce the winners of the Notes by Notes Fantasy League. By the way, AP, half chub is Joe. <laughs> yes, Joe. This whole time. This whole time. This whole time. You just, oh, man. Joe, you the one. You're a winner in my heart, even though I don't think that you were necessarily a winner in the standards. But that's neither here nor there. We're going to find out right now. Jay, give it to him. Yeah, yeah. He, he definitely didn't win. He actually lost to me in the championship <laughs> game. Uh, <laughs> the champion is here. The champion is here. The host of Notes by Noakes, Jay Noakes, is the champ. I wish you would. <laughs> Let's go. And then Half Chubb won second place, which is Joe. That's at least fair. Yep, yep. And then here it is. My beautiful bride finished in third place. Shut up. Ah, she's been taking chips. She's been taking chips. Actually, this third place is like not even her standard. It's championship or bust every year. Like, wow. no lie. She's a beast at this. She's a beast. 
so uh, those are your winners of the league. And like I promised, um, I did get in contact with the wife of Josh Davis, my former colleague, at XFL News Hub, and me and my wife, we hooked them up, him and his family up, with a small little blessing. So thank you guys to everyone who participated in the league. It will be up next year. And there may be some changes to the rules as well as it pertains to how you get into the league. Because we have a lot of people who want to be in the league. So we want people to enjoy the league. We might extend it um, or expand the league to 16 teams, whatnot. But it's, it's going to be live next year. So you definitely got to join in next year. We'll, we will have more cash prizes. Except this next time is going to be much, much bigger. Before we get out of here, AP, do you have anything else that you would like to say? Um, not a whole lot. I, I do want to take a moment, uh, just to send my condolences, uh, to, you know, my, my family and, and friends, uh, good close family member, my, my, my brother-in-law, uh, Robert Pollard, he just, his life was taken senselessly, uh, this past Thursday, we will be laying him to rest this Tuesday. He's a die hard Redskins fan. I, I can't hold that against him. You know what I mean? That ain't his fault. That's where he's from. But, you know, um, I do want to give a shout out to him, his son, uh, who's a, a senior, uh, just finishing out his uh, high school year. That's going to be tough. Just everybody, your hearts and prayers, you know, for my family and, and, and his family uh, specifically. Uh, but other than that, you know, I just want to wish everybody life and love and light in this new year. Jay, it's a new year, 2022. I hope everybody just do what you do. And continue to tap in with us. We got a lot of stuff in store. Hey, hey, and I second that prayers and condolences to your family, AP. Uh, yeah, super disheartening. And, uh, you know, uh, our prayers and support is with your family right now during this time of need. Anything you guys need, you can always holler. You can always holler at the notes. We got you. We got you. Um, oh, also, yeah, Happy New Year. 2022, make it about many blessings. You know what? Be great in 2022. Be great. Yes, I love that. Be <laughs> great. Like AP's tat says, be great in 2022. Write down your goals. Think about the things that you want to achieve within the within this next calendar year. Apply it. Be consistent and apply pressure. Apply pressure. Um, this is Notes by Notes, Season 3, Episode 14. Once again, this show is brought to you by A to Z. A to Z for skin and hair you give them a call at 469-674-5567 to learn more about their products until next week people we're out of here peace